Homemaker Chic, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the Oso Daily Grind in luscious, fabulous, moist red lips from Toops & Co. and No Jumpers. I'm your host, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl, and I am joined by my dear, dear friend, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead. And we are so happy you're with us on a freestyle Thursday. We're going to call it Freestyle Blur's Day until this whole bit is over. Yes, I think we should. Freestyle Blur's Day. Makes me laugh. Yes. I think I need to turn my mic down. Hang on here. Oh, thanks for the reminder. Whoopsie. (laughs) Me as well. (laughs) Freestyle Blur's Day, but, but we are appropriately spackled. Thanks to Toops & Co. Toops & Co. is an organic, sustainable, all-natural makeup company owned by our friends Emily and Trent, and they are sponsoring today's show. This husband and wife dynamic duo started with a passion for natural, non-toxic skincare and quickly grew into one of the biggest names in natural skincare and makeup, which is oh so important. Toops & Co. uses the highest quality of grass-fed tallow to moisturize and nourish the skin, with a fat that the skin can easily absorb and utilize. And they pair this with essential oils and olive oils to provide your skin with the most wonderful feeling. They have a line of clean, non-toxic makeup products like mineral foundation, beautiful blushes, concealers, mascara, and of course, red lipstick. You must, must, must try the red wine color because it is gorgeous. (laughs) Head on over to Toops & Co. That's T-O-U-P-S and use the coupon Homemaker to get a 10% discount just for being a Homemaker Chic listener. We love Toops & Co.'s natural skincare and makeup, and we know that you will too. And be sure to tell Emily we sent you by using the code Homemaker. Yes. I got two Instagram messages last week. And they said, what lip color? What lip color is that? What lip color is that? And I said, red wine. It's red wine from Toops and Co. Red wine. And lots of questions on the spelling too. So it's like soup, but toop. Okay. Toops and Co. That's right. It's a plural soup (laughs) with a T. (laughs) Is that helpful? (laughs) I'm sure they'll love that. And then a plural soup with a T. Exactly. And then of course, uh, Also a big shout out to American Blossom Linens. You guys know that we love them. Check them out for old fashioned, beautiful, organic American made sheets. You can check them out at American Blossom Linens and use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSHEIK20 for a 20% discount off of your old fashioned sheets. Love them. I'm going to do our love comment for the week. Can I do that? Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I loved this one. I loved That's why we call it the love comment. So our love comment this week comes from Instagram and it comes from Franny. She says, hi from Germany. I just wanted to tell you girls that I love your podcast. I'm listening to the newest right now and this really makes my day. Like now I am drinking my coffee and getting ready for the day, putting on some red lipstick just because I can and want to. And I just feel inspired like I found my people. None of my friends or family are much into gardening or farming like me. And I don't know. You just inspire me to make my dream of having a farm one day come true and do some small steps now. I don't know what to say, but thank you for the peek into your lives and thoughts. I really enjoy it. And I loved this one because this is part of why we started this podcast, Mm -hmm. because we've both been there where we didn't feel like we quite had our people People. that we could expand these thoughts with. 
Not that you don't love the people around you, but sometimes you want to be able to hash out ideas and you need people who have like-minded ideas to be able to hash those out with. So Franny, thank you for listening. We are your people, girl, and you rock that red lipstick. The feeling is mutual, Franny. It is mutual. The What We're Sipping segment today is brought to you by Dry Farm Wines. Of course, Dry Farm Wines is a wine supplier that pairs organic, biodynamic, low-sugar, low-alcohol wines from all over the world with customers that share their love for organic, naturally, and traditionally made wines. We love them because their wine is delicious. It's unfussy and oh so good. So check out Dry Farm Wines in the show notes. You'll be able to sip just like Angela and Shay mm. and Miss Shay. What are, are we sipping? Are we talking in third today? person now? Just like Angela and Shay. Well, Shay is drinking well, actually ironically what you were drinking last time. I wish I knew how to pronounce this. Uh Quibia. Go for it. Quibia? Phalanus? So I I this is one of actually the things I love about dry farms. I, I've started to keep a wine journal and I write down what I drink, what where it's from, what year it is, if it. But so many of these bottles come from these little estate boutique wineries and they don't really say much because they don't have to. They're just like, drink it or don't like it or don't, because they're not selling to major real t- retailers that. um would require other things to be on the label. So yeah, their labels are very simple. I they're noticed so that. simple and mostly they're just in another language. They don't translate them for their American drinkers. So this one just says Quibia 2018 Phalanus made by Anima Negra. And it just says white wine product of Spain, a, a produced and estate bottled. So wasn't that what you had been okay. talking about before? Like, that means that's it's, the one I had the, yeah, last week. Yeah. yeah. It's or so with the, um, but the estate made on the, made property, on the property, made on the estate. So grown yes. and bottled yep. by one person. It says Anima Negra. I don't know what that means. Hmm. Je ne sais pas. It's my one I don't sentence know. I know in I would French. love to know how to pronounce <laughs> that one uh, accurately. <laughs> I would as well. That would be nice. Alas, here we are. You know, <laughs> I saw on their website the other day, I was snooping around, seeing what else I wanted to do. And for all the rosé drinkers, the rosé all day girls out there, Mm -hmm. being that it's gardening season, we've talked about that nice, crisp glass of wine changing things up. They have a rosé package Mm -hmm. where you can have six different Mm rosés shipped to the house. I've done that. That was very intriguing. I like yeah. a good rosé. Sometimes they get mm-hmm. a little oh, yeah. skunky. You have to, you don't buy, don't do cheap rosé. Yeah. No way. Cheap rosé, no way. Hashtag. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, it's good. So sips are good right now. And it's Freestyle Blurs Day. Can we? Okay, so I have something I want to share with you. Okay. I'm going to steer this conversation in a direction. Okay. I will allow since it. Since it's freestyle. You what? <laughs> I will allow it. Good lady. You will. You have to allow it. Yes. Because it's Blur's Day. Um, I know you were listening to Outlander, finally. Mm -hmm. And we were privately talking the other day, and Shay was mentioning just the balm of being in the garden. I know a lot of us use gardening 
to soothe depression mm-hmm. and to feel better and to just sort of shake off casting off our worries and we just go into another place when we're in our garden Mm -hmm. mentally and in our hearts and I found this in Outlander which is the original novel book one this is Claire talking of course she says I leaned back on my elbows and basked in the warming spring sun there was a curious peace in this day a sense of things working quietly in their proper courses nothing minding the upsets and turmoils of human concerns perhaps it was the peace that one always finds outdoors far enough away from buildings and clatter maybe it was the result of gardening that quiet sense of pleasure in touching growing things the satisfaction of helping them thrive mm. perhaps just the relief of finally having found work to do rather than rattling around in the castle, feeling out of place, conspicuous as an ink blot, an ink blot on parchment. Mm. And I was just thinking, you know, we're all just so many of us are just rattling around in our homes because there's nothing else to do. Yep. And I just read that and it just reminded me of how I feel when I'm out there. I feel a purpose. I feel a connection with nature, Mm -hmm. uh, an opportunity to nurture things along and have my work um, pay off. Yeah. It's enjoyment and work and it comes to fruition. And like, I just get to keep the rewards are countless Mm -hmm. from emotional rewards to nourishment rewards to the reward of creating beauty and being able to enjoy it all season. And I just know so many people just feel like they're rattling about. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. step outside. I got, this, I got this really great Instagram message um, last week from somebody who lived in like in New York City and she was mm-hmm. a single mom and she said, I always appreciate the acknowledgement for those of us who are living in urban settings or, you know, whose situation mm-hmm. looks a bit different. Um, but she grew um, produce and such in terracotta pots out on her balcony and yes. was able to connect with her children's father at his house to put in a garden bed. And so they did that together and they were able to, to grow some produce that way. And I, I just loved her attitude about it of just where there's this will, I'm just going to sort of find a way. And for those mm-hmm. of you who are feeling that way, who can't just step outside into a potage, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little assignment. Okay. Because for a lot of us, not all of us, like if you live in northern Wisconsin, like Angela, maybe not quite yet, (laughs) but this is the season for dahlia planting. And dahlias, if you've never planted them before, you can get them almost anywhere this time of like at Lowe's or your garden supply store, wherever. And they look like a, well, it's a tuber. It's kind of like a tuby potato, a fingerling potato. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And you can plant them in pots. They do really, really well in pots. So you've got a porch or a balcony or anything like any place that will get a lot of sunshine. It would be a wonderful thing for you to do for yourself to go and find some dahlias that you think are beautiful and plant some right now to, to get an opportunity to get your hands in the soil, to feel those good vibes coming from the beauty that's to be had this season. I love it. I love that our listeners come from all different walks of life like that. You know what I'll do for the show notes? I'll find a little bag of soil and even some tubers on Amazon for people that can't get out. Okay. Great idea. 
and we'll put those in the show notes because then you can have them just brought right to the house. Yes, that would be lovely. But okay, I really want to go down the garden path with you today because I want to hear what's happening in your garden. But before we do that, we have to talk about last week's Blur's Day episode. We have to. Okay. Okay. So if you haven't listened to it, you have no idea what I'm talking about. We, um, it happened and it's good. And you know what? That those were our thoughts and, and that's totally fine because this is our podcast. So we got really mixed reviews. A ton of you, one of somebody went out and bought a pig. She was just like, I'm getting it. And I loved it. And we got so mm-hmm. many kind words of support that just said, Hey, thanks for putting words to my feelings and thanks for being willing to step out and X, Y, Z. So, yeah. So I got other people said, you know, if we hadn't talked about it, I mean, we talk about food and farming and stuff anyways. And if we hadn't talked about what's happening with food and farming and all that, they felt a lot of people felt like we, it would have been like we were avoiding the subject, which we would have been. So (laughs) we would have been, we would have been for sure. For sure. Um, And it's on our hearts. It's on our, just like it is everybody's it's on our hearts and on our minds. Um, I've lost uh, somebody I know to COVID. I, my aunt and uncle had it. So this isn't something that we're burying our, our head Mm -hmm. in the sand about. So we have to just call it what it is. But um, I had posted something on Instagram about re-recording Monday's episode. And I want you to know that had nothing to do with filtering ourselves because we got a lot of cheerleaders and I, and I appreciate (laughs) you guys. You were just like, don't filter yourself. This is your podcast. Like be the voice, do your thing. If people don't like it, they can go start a podcast. And I, and I do really appreciate that. I want you to know that we didn't re-record it because of that. We re-recorded it because I always listen to them before we post them to make sure that the, the audio quality is fine. There's no weird things that happen because it does happen. And, um, I got done and that episode didn't put me it didn't put me in an, in a good frame of mind. And I think there's a reason for that. <laughs> Even though we were just talking about our spring houses before we recorded that episode, Angela and I were both crying <laughs> for various reasons. Yeah. We had a little 30 minute cry session together. Um, we, we don't like to work on Sundays, but we ended up recording this episode Sunday night because we'd both been so busy on the farms and Mm-hmm. There was something about that recording that that I felt that I sensed it in it. And I don't want you guys to come to the podcast to feel jaded and angry and sad. And <laughs> that's not what my hope is for this podcast. I want it to meet you where you're at, but I also want it to encourage you. So when I got done listening to the episode, I was just annoyed. I was annoyed by the whole thing. And Angela was willing to, um, to re-record it. So I, I appreciate that about her, but, but also there was an air of it that, okay, (laughs) this is kind of challenging, (laughs) isn't it? We had somebody who commented on our Instagram page that they had broken quarantine to see their parents for the first time. And she didn't say because of the podcast or anything like that. She just said, "I, I finally broke quarantine. I saw my parents and it was really lovely. And somebody had commented back to her and said, I hope your family dies now. And I was sort of dumbfounded. I mean, I've seen some pretty nasty stuff come in over the years. I've been doing this for 10 years. So you can imagine Mm -hmm. um, 
but that that one hurt because that's just that's not the type of community we want to create here on Homemaker Chic. And we're going to have opinions and we're probably going to say the wrong thing. And we've confessed to you so many times we don't know anything about anything. <laughs> OK, please don't come to us for your politics. Please don't come to us for your religious advice. <laughs> like come to us to hear about wine and decorating your house and really cool jeans. OK, but um, that doesn't mean we don't have opinions about those things. It just means it's not. Don't come to us for that. OK, um, help, help me here, Angela. What? Help me with what I'm trying to say. Well, I think what you're. The, the response this morning on Instagram was that, again, like Shay said, that a lot of you thought we were going to take that particular post down. We're not. We stand by everything we said. <laughs> and the episode that we recorded Monday, it just, we weren't, um, we were both in a pretty gnarly place. Like Shay said, it was Sunday night. We had each cried about something else and then coming off the the ugliness of seeing a variety of Instagram comments mm-hmm. um Monday's episode just wasn't our best mm-hmm. and so since it's our show we just decided to redo it put it up Tuesday and by now you've probably heard the redo yep and it's a very similar message we were just in a much better place when we recorded it so mm-hmm. thank you for uh your patience and we're just um Two moms with only so many hours in the day. And I really respect Shay that it it is a lot more work to re-record a podcast. And so even in just her vulnerability and coming to me and saying, I'm just not happy with this one. I just don't think we were our best for our audience. So that's what we did. And we love you guys. And um, we don't all have to be a homogenous mess that would be very boring. And then there would be no reason for a podcast. If we all thought the same thing and approached things with the same exact thought process and pattern. So whether it's that we choose to spoof on denim jumpers or that I would um, guzzle raw milk before I poured it on the ground. <laughs> My favorite we don't always podcast have to, moment ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> we don't always have to agree. I don't always agree with Shay. She doesn't always agree with me. Mm-hmm. That's all well and lovely. Yes, and, and so we will facilitate that type of conversation so long as it stays respectful. But yeah, so other I'm if just we can encourage our it. if it's not, you're getting deleted. Yeah, man. I got to those comments. Yeah, they're not going to stand. We're not going to have somebody wishing someone else harm on our Instagram feed. Right. That's the bottom bottom right. line. So can we cut, oh, can we go seriously. back and talk okay, more yes. about Dahlia? I'm sorry, but we yeah we just had to address it. We, we had, had to address, address it okay. for sure. So yes. And we didn't want anybody to panic because we're not going to censor ourselves. We're going to say what we want to say. We couldn't if we tried. We couldn't if we tried. We couldn't if we tried and we're not going to. So we didn't want you to feel like that we were gun shy about what we had said Thursday. And now we're like walking Mm -hmm. on eggshells. That is not the case at all. We were just very emotional. And Monday's recording wasn't our best. So I am who I am. There's no denying it. Trash will come out. <laughs> Trash will come out. Yes. Okay. Oh, Karen. So dahlias, my sweet little dahlias have been sitting in my courtyard waiting for me to plant them for like three days. <laughs> mm-hmm. As soon as we finish recording here, that's what mm. I'm going out to do. So I have very beautiful muted. I shouldn't say muted tones. 
Nothing bold, nothing too bold. We've talked about no bright oranges, bright reds, bright yellows, nothing like that. So the dahlias I'm planting this year are a very popular one uh, made popular by Florette and for good reason because they're beautiful. The Cafe Olay. They're just a big blossom, creamy sort of a color, like a sweet cup of frothed milk. Not white. They're definitely creamy, but they're beautiful. What color are you growing? Well, I'm sending you, you skunk. Some. I'm sending you some. I just haven't done it yet. Whatever. I heard that six <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> it's not, you can't even plant them yet. So you're going to be fine. Yes, I can. Listen. Oh, okay. So they're sold out. Okay. The cafe, the cafe au lait are sold out. And once again, it's just like my Sam Edelman loafers. I put them in my cart and went to bed because that's when I do all my like emotional online shopping. <laughs> I'm glad you called it that because that's what it is. That's what it is, especially right now. <laughs> Please, can I just buy a pencil? I just need to buy anything. There's like no extra money. I just want to buy something. Um, so I put them in my cart and I went to bed and the next morning they were sold out. So, yes. So, yes, please send me okay. some. And I did order um, some lighter ones and then they have like a darker peachy coral, mm-hmm. which I have that color in my garden anyways. It's not orange. It better not turn out to be orange in real mm-hmm. life. I'm going to be ticked. Mm-hmm. But um, I... Um, actually, this is my YouTube video for this week. I'm, I start mine in pots indoors. Mm-hmm. So just like you said, yes, grow them in pots because I'm two miles from the lake. It zones that are, um, colder than this zone tend to warm up faster than my zone. Okay. Does that yes, make sense? This, Gradual. this area right here, because of the great lakes, it, it stays colder, even though it isn't colder. Yep. As far as zones are concerned. So um, I did all mine in pots. I found every stinking terracotta pot on the property and gathered them all together and started them. And they're in my greenhouse just staying warm. Because if I pop them in the ground now, like, or if I don't do that and I wait to plant them rather, I won't have blooms until Mm -hmm. the end of August. Mm -hmm. So. The Dahlia, you know, you got to really love them to grow them around the Great Lakes. And that's. You know, I wonder if, I'm pretty excited. if it would be worth it for you to grow them permanently in large terracotta pots that you could move around the garden because pots stay so much warmer just in general than stuff so don't, in the ground. Don't, don't transplant right. them. Then? What if you planted them in just bigger pots that you could have in your greenhouse, mm-hmm. carry them out to the garden, plop them where you want them? I bet you would have blooms way faster. And probably a little later, too, because it, they just stay. Pots just get warmer. Hmm. So just what I'm doing now, but leave them in yeah. the pots. Yeah. Hmm. I've actually thought yeah, of doing I had the some- same because I don't, it, when you dig up the tubers, you can sometimes dig mm-hmm. up other stuff around them accidentally, especially when yeah. you have gardens like ours that we're trying to fill to the brim. And so mm-hmm. I just thought, what if I just had my pots that I could move around? Because at this point in the garden, I can't remember where I planted anything. Oh and I'm goodness. looking at these tubers and that's why I've held off. I'm like, I'm not sure where exactly to stick you, to be honest. Like, where mm-hmm. am I going to need that color? I don't really know. Right. So I had that thought this morning. That's what I, I actually like is you. because then everything kind of gets going and you can bring in the dahlia and put it in that space that really needs it. Or maybe something dies, you know, or maybe yeah. you want to decide color wise, you want to make a bigger impact in one area versus having them sort mm-hmm. of planted out throughout the garden. So yeah. I was I was kicking around the idea as well, simply because I cannot 
I've lost track at this point of what is where. Okay. So then if you do that, then you're not putting them in the basement. You're not wrapping them up. Then you just leave, you're going to leave them in the no, pots. No, and no, bring no. Them I still indoors? have to bring them. Yeah. You could just bring them indoors. No, you could, but you don't, you need to divide them still. I was going to say, yeah, but that's fine. Just lifting them out of the pot would be easier than lifting yeah. them out of the ground. For sure. Cause I always break mm-hmm. them off, you know, on accident right. when I'm lifting them and, and that kind of a thing. So I do love the flower. It has, it's so sturdy. That's what mm. I like about it. It's got, yes. I love structure in my flowers and it just gives, yes. it's, it's strong. It gives you it's something. True. The cafe au lait that I have mm-hmm. there, they're considered the dinner plate. So they have a little bit of the looser petals, mm-hmm. but my favorite ones are, I can't, what are they called? Button ones. They're a smaller head, but they're just tight. <laughs> yeah. Gah, gah, gah. They're like, if Germany was a flower, um, that's what it would look like. <laughs> It's just so, it's almost like a honeycomb effect. Yes. Like a beautiful. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. beautiful. So I have a little pink blend. So it's like some pinks, some burgundies. And that's my other color that I'm growing this year. But I have, have you ever grown the dinner plate before? Nope. Okay. I don't care for them. I don't typically either. But these, they fall, I mean, they just get so heavy Yeah, and they fall over. And then if I try to put them in an arrangement, they're just so So, big and clumsy. I don't know. I just was a little. If you grew them in a pot, could you use some of your really amazing sticks you have growing everywhere to just sort of create Mm -hmm. a little faux, you know, arbor thingy over it? You could do some really creative stuff with that to keep it sturdy in the garden. Yeah, that's what I did last year. Like put twigs, and I would yeah. use like the V of the twig to hold the. Well, I'm picturing the stem even more up. like if you put six twigs around the, the outside of a pot, gathered mm-hmm. them up in the middle, like this, and tied them at the top. Mm-hmm. Come on, that would be really and just pulled pretty. the flower through on each one. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm gonna try that. Let's try that. Let's do it. Okay. What do we have to lose? Let's do it. Nothing. It could be the new way we grow Absolutely dahlias. Nothing. Plus, it'll give. What me else an are you doing right now? To go and uh, buy more terracotta. Um, yeah, right. So I transplanted my peppers out and my tomatoes out. And what I love about these two crops is that I put them in my market garden where I grow big long rows, and I weed tarp. So I weed the bed. I broad fork mm-hmm. it. I rake it. It looks heavenly and beautiful. And then I put a layer of weed tarp over the top and then I cut holes into it and I put my Mm -hmm. plants in there. And tomatoes and peppers, I never have to weed them for the entire season. And then I just top dress it with a bunch of compost, hay and, you know, old straw and sheep poop and Mm -hmm. rabbit poop and all the poops. (laughs) Top dress it. And it's, oh, it's so satisfying. It feels so good because I just know I'm not going to have to do that again. I'm not going to have to tend to them again, really. I mean, I say that off the cuff of spending six hours in total this past weekend weeding my carrot beds. (laughs) By the end of the second one, I was swearing and I was just like, this is so stupid. Who even wants carrots? This is so stupid. (laughs) Carrots take forever. If you've never grown carrots, they take ages. Like I'm talking three or four weeks to germinate. They come yeah, up you, like you, every, every year you're like, this seed is yep. a bust. This seed doesn't they work. They come up like a it's hair. Not happening. And then mm-hmm. in four weeks of, you have to keep them really wet 
to get them to germinate. So you water, you water, you water, you water, you water. Mm -hmm. What you're doing is you're watering weeds. (laughs) That's what you're doing. And there there ain't no way around it. There is only one way through that battle and it is through it. (laughs) With your fingertips. Yep. So that was kind of my garden task this last week. And it was tedious, really tedious. So I'm hoping for something a little bit more fun this weekend. I'm thinking rhubarb. Do you have rhubarb growing yet? Uh, It's just about two inches. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I love it. It looks like a brain when it comes out of the ground. Yeah. So cool. Wrinkly. Yeah. I was, I'm a little disappointed in the rhubarb. I was told that's very invasive here (laughs) and uh, I had one die and- (laughs) This is this will be the third year of this particular plant, and it better be huge because I was counting on it. So now I have one lone rhubarb plant. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. So I'd like about ten. I know you probably did this, but somebody I had pretty bad rhubarb when I first moved here. It didn't take off like mm-hmm. I thought it would. Somebody recommended mm-hmm. to me covering it with like six inches of hot manure in the fall. Oh, so I did. I just packed it on there. It was great. It's been great ever since. So every year now I just really go for it. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't hot, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Yes. Good to know. So um, what do I, you do uh, with rhubarb? What do you do with your rhubarb? Um, Just compotes and all sorts of good stuff. My mom makes this dessert called uh, rhubarb crunch. Hmm. And it's almost like a, you know, gelatinous rhubarb with strawberry and then a, like a streusel, streusel crumble, mm-hmm. like kind of like the crumble I put on my Dutch apple pie yeah. on the top. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I, I love, love it. Rhubarb. It's so bitter and mm-hmm. sweet and mm-hmm. juice pairs with strawberry. I do a lot of strawberry pairing mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, we do. We do all kinds of stuff with it. Um, I created a new recipe last year for my cooking community of rhubarb curd. So like Mm. we're all familiar with lemon curd, the acid, the sweet. So it's that, but Mm -hmm. with rhubarb, Oh, Oh. that with like a spoonful of freshly whipped cream on the top. Like it is my favorite spring dessert. I love tart desserts. So rhubarb is a no brainer. I love curds. Yeah. All the curd, (laughs) pistachio, lemon, lime. Yeah, so good. I'll um I'll grab the recipe and post it. Make sure we post it over on our Patreon page so that you guys can give that a okay. try. It's a really really yummy one. But rhubarb jam, like that's I really need to make some rhubarb jam this weekend. So, mm-hmm. oh, I want to talk about this because I had mentioned it to you mm-hmm. and we never got around to talking about it. I just ordered a pound of pectin, <sighs> and I want to tell you guys the pectin I use because it really is good. And I'm going to remember the name in 30 seconds. <laughs> as soon as it comes as to me. As soon as it comes to me. This was a pectin that I heard about through Azure Standard. And what I love about it is it actually, it's a low sugar pectin. It can actually be a no sugar pectin. And I uh, sweeten all of our jams, all of our canned fruits, all of our jellies with honey. Mm-hmm. And I buy a five gallon bucket of honey from Azure Standard. If you can't get Azure Standard where you are, then 
check out on Craigslist because I've gotten them from local apiaries before I was hooked up with Azure mm-hmm. too. So I know you could, they sell in bulk and for them, it's a good move because they don't have to sell 800 bottles of small honey. But people right. ask me, how do you preserve with honey? That's a ton. Well, I do it because I buy it in bulk. Um, okay. It's, yeah. I'm not using my hive honey. No, for no, that. no. I don't know no. do for that either. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's Pomona's universal pectin P O M O N A. If you Google it, you can go directly to their website and you can buy small packages of it, or you can buy it in a half pound or a pound. And what I like about it. So you actually, it's one of those old school pectins where you mix it with water, but then you also have a, um, Oh, what is it? It's like a calcium water. Okay. So, and the two together make the magic happen. It works hmm. super well. Do you know the recipes for rhubarb? I mean, rhubarb's a perfect example. Rhubarb jam, 80 <laughs> cups of sugar, three cups of chopped mm-hmm. rhubarb. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, that's, serious. that's not going to work for me. So. <laughs> so it's a good one to be stocked up on. You can't run out of pectin during this season, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'll put that in the show yes, notes. That's do. great. And now I've told you. So consider that my my gift to you. Um another I uh potted on my tomato starts. Oh, you did. The, How are they? The looking? next size. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are your snapdragons? Speaking of the size of Shay. things. We Shay. haven't told them what's happening. This is a disaster, ladies. <sighs> The snapdragons are my signature flower. If I answered the question last year, what color was that snapdragon? Once I answered it 400 times, it's Potomac apple blossom. It's white and pink like a Potomac apple blossom. And I did the Madam Butterfly bronze and some other ones. They're just my my flower. I love snaps. And this seed, I don't know what's happening it's still like two eighths of an inch tall. It's been a month. Some of them, one is now an inch. And hey, there's another like one that's growth. a half inch. Huh? It's growth. Yeah. Want no one individual. <laughs> Shut up. Out of like 400. I didn't know what else to do. I moved them off my main table. I moved them onto the heat pad, which I think just burned out. Oh, because it doesn't feel very warm. Not very happy. I gave them their own light. They, they have their own special place. I talked to them. <laughs> Please just grow. Please grow. I don't know. I'm going to go reevaluate again today. So uh, over the weekend, I found, you know, like the, the old, the Jiffy pots. I still had some of the domes from the top of them. I don't usually use those. And I found four in the garage. So I put those on the top. I'm like just trying to do anything I can. I know they don't really need warmth and mm-hmm. all that, but like, what do you want? I'll give you anything. Just grow. Yeah. I, I wish and I could remember it. how I did mine, but I started them so long ago, but you know, they're so teeny tiny, the seeds. They're like yeah. dust. Basil. They're and dust. you put them on the surface. You don't even bury them. Yeah. You just sprinkle them. And so I know I did it the same way I always have. I'm, I'm I don't thinking get it. when I did mine, I, I'm thinking that I did put the cover over the tray because if the soil, if they like start to germinate and then you get let them dry out for a couple of days, they'll die. I'm not saying you did that. I'm just saying when mm-hmm. I think about things on the surface of the soil, they dry out so fast. So fast. 
And so Mm -hmm. I always try to keep a dome on those things because it keeps them so much more moist. I think maybe last year I didn't use domes. Maybe last year I used saran wrap. Saran wrap. I I know I had, I know I had trays with saran wrap in my greenhouse. Maybe they were one of them. And then I don't know. I'm sorry. It's like my fifth year growing snaps from seed. So I don't get it. Do you have time to restart them? Mm -mm. I don't think so. Well, I can't get, I mean, I'd have to, Johnny's is not taking orders. I I thought that was until the end of April. Oh, well, I could check. I don't know. They go in the ground. Oh, dang. I literally could put them in the ground like in two weeks because they're, they can take a little cold. I'm sorry. I could get them from Farmer Bailey, but I don't want to. That's a lot of money. When you want to grow that many flowers. (laughs) This is the thing. Once gardening gets into your blood and you can't get it out. Basically, what that Mm -hmm. means is you have to learn a lot of things because you can't afford to keep up with your habit. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I just can't. I started propagating rosemary. I'm like, I'm going to learn how to propagate softwood cuttings because Mm -hmm. I ain't done. And right. the budget is like, I didn't even put in my perennial order this year. I'm like, what self-seeded? What can I divide? Like, mm-hmm. what can I get for free? Because right. I, I can't, it's a, it's a, it's a nasty habit, ladies. Nasty. <coughs> Gets into your bones. <laughs> so how are your tomatoes? How are your tomatoes? They're doing, they're well, okay. they're doing good. I mean, I still have a good month till I can put those out. So hmm. They're doing good. Um, we're just, you know, it's a delicious time. I bought a pallet of cocoa bean shells. And that is a lot. This was probably eight feet tall, mm-hmm. like this pallet, eight feet tall of cocoa bean. And I'm just out there mulching because what we've done with the garden is we've taken down these big trees on the west side of the property. And so we're in a forest and it creates like this wind alley. So the wind just comes right in where we took these trees out and it just whips right across the garden. It's crazy. And we only have about 10 inches of soil here anyways before you hit bedrock. And it just dries out so fast. So the I, the cocoa bean I like, I've done straw in the past, but the cocoa bean I like, it's a little bit red right now, but it will dry down and be really dark. And then it just looks like the dirt, but it helps me retain the moisture. Where does one and get definitely a pallet of cocoa bean? At the hardware store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that for sale oh, at mine. They're like the size of your thumbnail. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just and, don't think I've ever. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't know how to do that. I kind of curious. Remember the um, the Door County's Monty Don, that guy mm-hmm. I told you about in my pajamas that morning. Uh, he that's let's what call he uses. Him, let's call guts. him Tomato Joe because he's the one who developed his own varieties of tomatoes that will grow. I think his name is Peter. Okay, let's call him Tomato Peter. Tomato, tomato Pete. Pete. Let's call him that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never got my tomatoes from Pete, so I'm a little Come disappointed on, Pete, there. Aren't you listening? This is. This is um, the year that I do tomatoes well. Okay. I've never done tomatoes well. I don't care for tomatoes. So my, I've to, to defend myself, I've always said, well, I don't even like them anyways. So whatever happens, happens. My family's so happy just to eat mm-hmm. some. But this year, after seeing the way he prunes his, I'm going to um, take on a new skill and I'm going to be an amazing tomato yes. grower. That's yes. my. It takes mm-hmm. some time. 
takes time. Last yeah, year, I always we, just kind of let them do their thing and I prune them a little mm-hmm. and I'm just like, whatever. No Pruning way. is love. He goes straight up with yeah. his, just on one, one stock. I think Jean Martin Fortier does too. So good. He drains two stocks up. Like espalier like tomato espalier. plants. Get it, Jean Martin. <laughs> right? Fabulous. Um, yes, tomatoes, they're a big they're a big crop around here. They're a big crop around here because we like the salsa. Mm-hmm. You like tomatoes. You just like you wouldn't eat like a tomato. I can't eat raw right. tomatoes. You like salsa. I can eat like can't like I like salsa if the if it comes from canned tomatoes, but I cannot do a fresh tomato. Mm. Like I cannot do it. Okay. Well, not even to be polite. We all have our major it's, character flaws. So no, I'm just kidding. If that's as bad as no, it gets, um, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I didn't like tomatoes growing up. I didn't like tomatoes until I was, my mom used to joke and I would eat a bite and like dry heave last, but then Ooh. I fell in love with them. I started yeah. to grow my own. I was like, oh, this is what a tomato could taste like. Then I started mm-hmm. to eat. I wish um, I could. Oh, what's the tomato mozzarella salad? Caprese salad. Mm-hmm. I started to eat that, but I would have to eat a bite of baguette with the bite of tomato. So like I could do them mm-hmm. together, but I couldn't just do the texture of the tomato by itself. Last year was the first time I've ever taken a tomato off the vine and just eaten it. Do you want to know what it was? Because everybody needs this tomato in their garden. I don't like to tell people what to do, but I'm going to tell you what to do. If you are not growing this Are you going to tell me you're going to send tomato, me one? Um, I believe I have <laughs> seeds. Yes. I'm joking. It's called sun gold. With my dahlia. It's called sun gold. It is teeny tiny, hmm. teeny tiny little yellow tomato. And my my friend, we'll call her Farmer Grace. She's the one who taught me to grow a lot of veg. I grew it last year and I texted her. I was like, Grace, this tomato. And she goes, it's <laughs> the only tomato I care about. Those were her words <laughs> because the taste is so, so sweet and yummy. So, hmm. If you guys see it at your nurseries, if you see a sun gold for the love, plant it. So okay. beautiful. And you roast those babies and you slap them on a focaccia. Forget about mm. it. See, it sounds so nice. I want to <laughs> I want to like them. You should try this tomato then. You okay. should you should because there's it's a little inside to outside ratio. So you don't get that weird squishy. It works. <laughs> Just trust me. Squishy squishiness. Okay. Yes. Alrighty. Well, that's exciting. Um, well, I kind of have something exciting. Tell me. I emotionally bought <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night when you shouldn't be on your phone buying things um, two gigantic walnut trees Ooh. and a new lemon tree because I killed mine. <laughs> Don't laugh. What's <laughs> <was> my stomach? <laughs> Two episodes in a row. <laughs> the stomach is registering on the microphone. <laughs> well, I'm excited about this. We grow walnut trees. Like they're not black walnut trees. It's going to go way up by the shop where it Good. can just grow and be wild and beautiful and give a shade. And I'm going to baby these things like they are a baby. And I'm going to sit there every day and I'm going to coddle them and nurture them and love them. And in 85 years, they're going to be big and productive. <laughs> And beautiful, and I will be dead, and somebody will have fabulous walnuts. Wonderful. It is. How's your lemon tree? When will they? How's your lemon tree? Oh my gosh. Fabulous. I have two, and they're just 
The one doesn't have any lemons on it. The other one has five. Okay. I got mine from the same place and you got yours. So I, I think the yeah. same one will be coming my way when it arrives. Okay. You can tell they're going to do great. They've got little shoots everywhere. And I kind of took them in and mm-hmm. out because it's been cold, you know, and now the last three nights they've been outside and they're how, just, how hardy I'm so happy. They? How hardy are they hardy to? Uh, I don't remember. I feel like not that much below freezing. No, no. Okay. okay. No, they definitely need to come indoors. Ooh. Also, I ordered an orange tree, a hardy orange tree that's hardy to negative 10. Did you get it at the same yes. place? Can you even believe that exists? I don't, I don't know how I missed that. It has these massive I get, thorns on the branches. It's like eight foot yeah. tree. I'm actually going to plant it mm-hmm. inside my potage, inside my vegetable, squared off vegetable bed. Because I'm like, it'll give me shade to grow lettuce underneath uh-huh. um, during the summertime so I can plant cool things there to get a little bit more length out of them because it gets so hot here. We're desert. Hot, dry, hot, dry. So I, I'm going to share this and as you, soon as it comes. you never go below 10. I mean, not ever for as long as I've ever been tracking it. That's our zone. We're, we're negative 10. Mm-hmm. Negative 10, I mean. But yeah. yeah. So mm. I suppose it could happen, but mm-hmm. it'd be pretty crazy for it. Yeah. See, last last winter, we had three weeks at like minus 17. Oh. It was brutal. It was brutal. So it, it wasn't so bad this winter, but it is. So doable. if listeners are curious, so. both of us will be planting our lemon trees in gigantic pots and mm-hmm. putting them outside in a super hot spot for the summertime. Mine's going to go in my courtyard where it's the hottest area on our property. And then yep. she will come inside, be in a bright sunny window window all winter long. So that's what happened to my last one is I kept it in my greenhouse, which is really a cold frame. And so it just got too it did not like our winters, which is fair. <laughs> Poor yeah. little citrus. I'd like to get a couple grapefruit and mm. I don't know. I'd be happy to drag a fig in and out too. Yeah. But I don't all all the things. Just just all the things, Shay. It's just a glorious <laughs> It's just glorious. Oh, There's, hallelujah. I mean, I have a few things. The muscari are blossoming and the hyacinth and the daffodils, mm-hmm. you know, the one white daffodil that has that like coral mm-hmm. center that smells mm-hmm. so good. I know which one you're talking about. Um, and then we're in the forest, like it's ramp season here. And did you get my message yes. yesterday? You want me to send you yes. some? In a box. Is that legal? Oh, legal. do you want to hear something crazy? I didn't even tell you this. Yeah. Oh, no. I got a call. And if I get a call and I don't know who it is, I don't answer. That's my role. I'm an mm-hmm. introvert. Got a call, went to voicemail, checked the voicemail. Hi, Shay. This is officer so-and-so. <gasps> um, I was watching your YouTube video and watch you release oh, no. bullfrog tadpoles into your pond. I don't know if you know this, but they're an invasive species here in Washington and actually illegal to bring into the state. So I'm wondering where you got them. <gasps> I know. <laughs> I didn't know. And, and in my but defense, those websites usually do a really good job. Cannot ship here. Cannot ship here. But cannot what's ship weird here. Is I went back to the website and they say just tadpoles, just tadpoles. So I didn't know until they came and there was a little thing on them that said bullfrog tadpole. I didn't even know they were going to be bullfrogs. Oh. 
So, but the, what I can't dig up. I don't even know where they are. I have no idea where they are in my pond. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? So, how'd you get your phone I, number? They probably looked me up. I don't know. How do police officers find out this kind of information? Really? Is that is that how bored we are right yeah. now? Go get a YouTuber who put bullfrog I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm. don't get me wrong. Like, I totally believe in, like, not bringing in plants no, from totally. other countries and know. stuff like that. And, yeah. and if they're selling them online, like, I. OK, just a second. Yes, dear. Um, yeah, there's a little person I there. Was, I was. Can you hear him? Yeah. Is this super important? Because I'm recording. Um, I was climbing a tree. I grabbed onto a branch that branch broke and I got this. Oh, he fell out of a tree. And Perils of being a farm kid, man. Okay, she sees it. <laughs> she sees it. She <laughs> says, you're very brave and strong. All right. Okay, you head upstairs and I will be up in just a few minutes. Gotta show his battle wounds. <laughs> And your wounds so much. So oh my sweet. gosh. Um, yeah, so I am currently in a legal farm operation here. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? That made me think of it. And I can't believe I forgot to tell you that. I don't know. I was talking about ramps because I'm I'm oh, just going yes. crazy. You said is that legal? I mean I, that's what made me think of it. Yeah, I think if you're gonna eat them, I could just send them in a mm-hmm. box. I'm gonna eat them, not plant them. Oh my goodness, they're so yummy. Mm-hmm. We made the butter yesterday, mm. made a big pasta dish with sausage and ramps, mm. and you can use the whole thing, yeah. not just the bulb. Yeah. There's so yummy. There's food just, out there. There's food. Mm-hmm. Love it. I can't wait for elderflowers to come into <sighs> season because we make an elderflower cordial, elderflower fritters. We've made elderflower champagne before. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, I'm super jealous there. Um, maybe the listeners will send me some elderflower because you think you could send it. I got a shift. I got a shift in my tree here. Well, I think if you picked the blossoms and like wrapped them in wet paper towel and just shipped them right out, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Did you plant I know, any but elder, I've made the champagne and bushes yet? No, because they were sold out. What? Come yeah. on. So I think when I do my perennial order, um, I'm going to. They have okay. some. But I just still don't, I still can't believe that they don't grow here, that they're nowhere to be found. It makes me so sad. That was my, one of my highlights of spring was to harvest the elderflower and all the different Mm -hmm. things. Things in spring are so But I did sow a pound of chamomile seed yesterday. (laughs) That's a lot. A pound. I just needed to make sure it was actually going to (laughs) happen. So I went a little crazy. (laughs) That is a lot of chamomile. <laughs> it's like insurance. It was like a three quarters of a pound insurance, quarter mm-hmm. pound reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds like but you I, your base I did covered. them. Well, I'm all, I got this new secateurs and I'm, they're so beautiful. They have this like wood grain handle and I'm like a pruning maniac. Give me a rose. I'll prune it. Give me a fruit tree. I'll prune it. I pruned my grapevines. Mm-hmm. I've just been going around and doing all the pruning, which it's never really, it's always kind of intimidated mm-hmm. me. And now I'm just like, I'm going to be a master pruner. <laughs> and so I pruned my grapevines. I'm going to do them like, I'm not going to do the arbor. I'm going to have them look more like, you know, a vineyard yes. vine. And I just underplanted the whole area in chamomile and blue flags. There you go. Like, that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. Darn it. So I like opened up the flax seeds and I mixed them in with mm-hmm. everything 
mm-hmm. or with the the chamomile and then just oh, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I just planted these two little areas outside my office windows with I'm calling it my wildflower meadow, even though it's mm. not that big. But I have some leftover chamomile and now I'm sort of encouraged to go and just throw it out there because we planted a bunch of that really beautiful crimson clover and then just a bunch of wildflowers, mm. you know, wildflower mix that's designed mm-hmm. for our area. But some chamomile would yeah. be a beautiful thing to toss in there as well. I want that like rake candle. Do you no, have that cool but I want rake it. I sit out thing. there and I want one of those chamomile so head bad. Off. You guys don't know what she's talking about. It's I like know. this really fine toothed rake that you run through your chamomile and pull up and it just pops the heads off of the chamomile. Yeah. It looks a like harvester. a, like an animal feed yes. scoop, but it's tined. Right. It's, that's yeah. a really cool device. I actually didn't even see that until a couple of months ago. It's like, Oh, that's how normal people do it. Not with a basket right? for three and a half hours. Bribing your children. I'll let you watch a movie. If you help me, who can make the biggest pile? Um, I want a few updates real fast. How is okay. your you that mm-hmm. had pneumonia? How is she doing? Um, she's doing good. I'm. It's a good thing I didn't hurt her because I misread the vet's directions um, with the medicine, ah. with the meds. She's doing great. I she's doing really great. Something genius. Great. <laughs> she's doing really great. <laughs> like four times the normal oh, level of great. <laughs> She's swinging from the rafters, um, but she isn't just not taking oh, to the little ram. No, she just won't have anything to do with I'm him. Sorry. So we just hold her. We're kind of doing a two part like milk supplement, milk replacer and holding Dang. her still so he can get his. Mm. And then I try to get him to go on the other one when she's not mm-hmm. looking. <laughs> yeah. But, and that can actually get a little I mean, easier as her as your other use lambs get bigger. They become a little mm-hmm. bit less aggressive about who's having their milk. <laughs> who's on. Yeah. And I'm hoping, yeah. you know, usually even the the babies get mm-hmm. aggressive. Like They'll the go woman you it. thought I was going to take no for an answer. I'm not taking yep. no for an answer, you know. So I'm hoping he gets a little bit more ornery mm-hmm. and yeah. can keep up with her when she tries to yeah, walk away. Yeah, that's hard. I'm sorry. Yeah. Life on the farm ain't easy. Life ain't Yeah, easy. she's just the first time mom. She'll be fine next time, mm-hmm. I hope. If she's not, she's you just, call her. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. You can't have bad moms on the farm. Um, We will be calling the ram because he knocked Joel to yes. the ground the other day. Goodbye, so, sir. We we bid you goodbye, adieu. Sean, the sheep. We bid you adieu. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That reminds me, I still owe a check to the breeder because or the farmer because mm. I'm going to uh, replace yes. him. <laughs> Shoot. New blood. I told her that check was in the mail yesterday. <laughs> New blood. Maybe she's a listener. We'll it's on its way. Dear breeder. <laughs> it's on its way. Dear breeder. Um, So I did something really good. We only have a few minutes left, but I want to share something that I did. Oh, oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. Um, I want to share something oh I did that was really helpful for me. And maybe this will be helpful for you, especially if you're like me and you're emotional and hurt <laughs> easily. <laughs> I'm really in the wrong, I'm in the wrong business. (laughs) Um, You know, the other day I found myself just a little short tempered, short tempered, just Mm. quickly anchored. And that is so not where I want to live my life in that zone. And Mm -hmm. something I've been just sort of praying about and trying to work through, identify what is triggering you. 
what's making you feel this way when there's so much beauty and joy to be had? So many beautiful people to enjoy and talk with. And I realized that a big portion of it was coming from my phone. And in particular, Mm. certain apps on my phone. And so like totally on an emotional whim, I just picked up my phone and I deleted Facebook. And this is hard because I do a lot on Facebook for work, but I justified it Mm -hmm. by thinking, you know what, if I need to go and share something from the blog on a Facebook group, or if I need to go do a live, I have a laptop and I can sit down Mm -hmm. when I can devote time to it and do it proper. And then it's work. work. I have picked up my phone a hundred thousand times to look at Facebook. I had no idea this was even a thing. I, I didn't even realize I was doing it until I. You hate I Facebook. Hate Facebook. I hate it. But I would go on there and I yeah. would, you know, get up to date with this news or I would, you know, see if somebody had posted this or I'd be checking out Marketplace for pots or I mean, you name it. Yeah. You name okay. it. Or I, you know, mm-hmm. I run certain groups on there. So I have my cooking community group on there. I've got my Elliot Homestead page mm-hmm. on there. We have our doTERRA group on there. So there's a lot going on. Right. But like you said, it's work. I use Facebook for work. I don't use it for pleasure. But what happens is mm-hmm. when you pick it up for work, you end up scrolling and all of a sudden I'm reading COVID articles and going down this rabbit trail. And I I couldn't believe how many times habitually I picked up my phone to look at it. And I, I'm so happy to have that out of my life. I'm just saying if anybody else is feeling that, like, And I even found myself reading articles. They weren't bad articles, but maybe I was just waiting for bacon to cook. And I was just picking it up and, you know, can't be by myself for 25 seconds. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And and not even realizing I was doing it. So I don't I'm just putting it out there. If anybody else is kind of finding themselves in that position, just easily angered. I'm I'm really focusing on just reducing the noise. So even, um, you know, our podcast recordings even were consolidating so we can be in front of the screen less and in life mm-hmm. more. <laughs> and it's been really a beautiful feeling, like a, a pressure off my heart um, lately. So I don't know. Maybe. I think it's great. I just, I'm a reluctant Facebooker yeah. because of business and I never liked the concept of it to begin with. Yeah. And I'm like you where I have the groups and the business page. And, mm-hmm. but no matter how disciplined you think you are, you just right. end up scrolling. And I don't, for me, it's like, I don't think that we are designed to have that many emotions thrown at us in like a three minute period right. of time. Too much. You know, like some child hearing its mother's voice for the first time because it finally got a hearing aid. And you go from frying your bacon to bawling. Right. And your kid comes around the corner and you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. yeah. I only have a certain yeah. amount of emotions and I want to share those with the world and I want to share in their, in their emotions, but mm-hmm. I, I have to share them with my children. And when I've given yeah. them all to the world and there's nothing left for my home, mm. that's not a position mm-hmm. I want to find myself in. And right. anyway, I just a little note to end on today. If you're feeling a little... If you need to pull that yeah, weed, just feeling a little sharp, just right. silence the noise, silence some of the noise. That's what I'm really working on lately. So 
We'll see. Just so we're not noise. Yeah. No, good podcast, but good podcasts, good audible books. I just started Drums of Autumn. So I'm like really happily going from North Carolina to Georgia and about ready to go to Fraser's Ridge. Don't no spoilers, Shay. Stop it. Not everyone is you. You guys need to know something about this woman. She is the worst. (laughs) How how kind of you to say spoilers. No, she's the worst in that. She says like, I don't care. Just tell me. And I, (laughs) I literally know she doesn't care. I will tell her things that happen. I won't do that to anyone else. Do you know why I want spoilers? Because uh, I can deal with anything. I am strong, but I have to know how to emotionally prepare for things. I need time to emotionally prepare. Which is why she took a three year break from Outlander after the first one. I did. I couldn't emotionally handle it. So give me the spoilers. (laughs) Well, our listeners can listen to Drums of Autumn. On Audible. Yes. I think I put an Audible link in on the Patreon mm-hmm. page the mm-hmm. other day. And of course, we'll put it in the show notes. So be sure that you are following us over on Patreon. A massive thank you to our patrons. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It's amazing I can spell that out loud. I cannot spell out loud. Do you notice I look down at the notes every time I have to do it? <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. So you can show your love yes. there by joining for 5 or $10 a month. And in return, we show our love by giving you a digital copy of each of our cookbooks and a live fangirl Zoom call, which is a riot every month. And... um Links and fun stuff going mm-hmm. on there as well. We love, love, love our yes. patrons. That's a fun, a fun little and hangout place. Things. That's not Facebook. <laughs> it's it just is. our special space. So it's yes. not Facebook. It's just our yes. special. If space. you are on social media, do be sure to check us out over on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast. Like I said in uh, Tuesday's episode, I'm working extra, extra hard to keep that those messages answered and the comments moderated. And, you know, again, a huge thank you to everybody who sort of came out on Instagram and showed your love and support for the podcast um, last week. And we appreciate you. And let's keep that conversation joyful and beautiful and encouraging to one another because we really do need to lift one another up. That's what we all need right now. So mm-hmm. be sure to check us out. And now now everybody knows why we don't have a Facebook page. Either. <sighs> Sorry, not going to happen. Also go show, <laughs> Just yeah, Instagram. go show some love to our sponsor of this week's episode, Toops and Co. Like a plural soup with a T, Toops and Co. And make sure you use coupon code HOMEMAKER so that you can get 10% off that delicious all natural skincare and makeup. Make sure you order some of the red wine lipstick it's so velvety and beautiful you guys will love it and also we want to make sure you are sleeping beautifully in your natural organic texas grown homegrown cotton from americanblossomlinens.com that code is homemaker chic 20 for a whomping 20 percent off your purchase and a good night's sleep anything else Shay? i think that's it I'm going to go shake. dahlia this bad boy up. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, pull those first few perennial weeds that are coming up and um, might do a little waddle fence around Ooh, the strawberry patch. I finally, I come and we'll help see. you when I can fly again. Know, I'm going to come fun. and see you. I need to see your okay. face. Oh, All right. I know it's been it a long time. Long time. Ladies, All right. Everyone. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Cheers.